I got my team and it's all I need. What's going on, everyone? We have another episode of Game Time Excellence, where we talk about your mission, your mindset, mastery, and maintenance. We have another special guest. Uh, you know, he caught me in the early beginning of my career. You know, uh, this was the second year of my career. We trained together as stars in SoCal. And, um, you know, he's one of the fastest people I've, I've ever been around. Uh, every, every day we train wow. together. Every day we train together. I tried to beat him in a race, you know, because I knew he was so fast. Uh, you know, and for the people, Peyton, people who don't know who you are, that should know who you are, can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Nah, man, just a, just another California underdog, man. Just uh, not really highly recruited, you know, non just undrafted just just another guy trying to make it man and just uh somebody who i feel really when i explain myself i always find myself explaining myself as somebody who really used the tools that i developed through sports to kind of make my way in life right so um you know there's always a little bit of talent that plays into it there's always a little bit of luck that plays into success man but to become the one percent of the one percent and to even take that further into life and to use those tools and apply those tools, um, it takes a different mindset, right? It takes somebody who um, is willing to be undefeated and are willing to defy the odds at all costs, right? Right. No, I love that. I love that. You know, and, um, you know, Peyton, you know, he, he's the underdog, but he, he, he squeezed out six years, you know, and that's – I hate to say squeeze because – Six years is a long career in the NFL, you know. Correct. Uh, the average career in the, the NFL is two and a half years, you know. So mm -hmm. a lot of times people see people, you know, like Tom Brady or Julio Jones with these massive deals, but um, they don't see the person that gets signed and then gets released the next day. They don't see mm -hmm. the person who goes from practice squad to on the roster to practice squad to on the roster. So to play six years in the NFL is is amazing. So, you know, he's a – Peyton is a hum humble guy, so, you know, he doesn't want to say that. Uh, now he is a entrepreneur. He does uh, all things real estate, as he as he told me. Uh, and um, for you, like growing up, you know, I mean, what what was your mission? What was your what was your ultimate goal for for you? How did it? Uh, it was tough for me because I didn't really get to I didn't really get to choose. Uh, my dad had played a little bit of ball. Uh, he actually went to Oklahoma State for a smooth minute, man, and then uh, yeah, got a year or two in the league, man, and then played a little Canadian. And then I had two cousins who were older than me, um, both both played in the league. And then I had I have a younger cousin who just just signed a new deal with Carolina. Shout out to Shaq Thompson, man. So mm -hmm. it's kind of just kind of been in the family. My dad's always kind of trained us uh, up in Sacramento, California, mm -hmm. uh, and it was kind of something that was instilled in me, man. But uh, I also had, you know, family, friends, and other mentors that were into real estate. Um, and everybody has their own unique path into real estate. Some people have some money, so they're able to kind of take a side door into it. Right. Some people start off as uh, agents making cold calls and work their ways up to being brokers mm -hmm. and then end up investing. And, you know, some people just, just have investment money and kind of just, just work it in that way, man. But um, I was always somebody who was using football to just get to my next steps, mm. you know, like there, you know, football, this football, that, like, it didn't matter if I was in the hall of fame or I squeezed out a year. Right, uh, right. I was just trying to use whatever income I did make and turn that into some sort of real estate profit. Like there was mm. never a, 
there was, you know, football was a dream, but it was a stepping stone, right? And I always kind of knew that. And I think that that helped me in my transition. And that kind of helped me with my perspective while I was playing because uh, like Tony, Gonza Tony Gonzalez said, shout out to Tony Gonzalez, man. Tony Gonzalez <laughs> told me my, my rookie year, he said, even I only rent this locker. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. hey, bro, I'll never forget that, man. And I ain't talked to him in a couple of years, but I might want to hit him up and hit him with a thank you for that one. Because, man, it, just, it really shifts your perspective, right? right? So, you know, it didn't it didn't matter if I if I signed it, you know, a little tender or if I was on right. practice squad. It was like, man, I got to make the most of this 10 months because that's what I'm going to use to provide for my family. And you know how it is, man. As soon as, yeah. as, soon as you commit to playing ball midway through college or post-college and, and you take that step and you leave college early or you mm -hmm. just don't go apply for a job, you apply for this, I mean – all your chips are in one bucket, right? right? Like everything's in one bucket. You got to go get it. So it just with that being said, I knew that whether I was in the league a day, mm -hmm. whether I never made it or I was right. there for 10 years, this was a stepping stone. And when it was over, it was over. Right, right. right. Um, no, so so cool. that, that mindset always just helped me keep things in perspective. Right, right. No, that's so cool you say that though, man. Because I'm going to add, man, I had my financial advisor. He always told me, he said, Shamil, this, uh, football is the greatest temp job known to man you know what i mean it, it, you don't you can't you can't work in the nfl forever you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i love that analogy you don't own that locker you're renting mm -hmm. that locker because at some right. point in time it's going to be done for you um right. and so you know during the off season how did you use that time to you know maximize and master the skills for um the next thing the next step stone? ah that's tough man i mean as you know there's two different types of guys in the league there's those mm -hmm. who are comfortable but yet right. still working and there's those who are uncomfortable and you know grinding to get right. to that next season so like you know man you may get three four five weeks off if you're an underdog before you really start getting back to it right, so right. there is no time to, to do anything in the off season, yeah. right mm -hmm. unless you just happen to have the wherewithal or you happen to have an uncle or somebody who's a sound investor or something like that who can really just walk you through it mm -hmm. and make the most of that couple months of time you have off um, but then there's the other the other type of guy who they were safe, they were secure. Right, they knew right, they right. had you know three yeah. to three to fifteen M's coming their way. Right. They would kind of take a break, and those are the guys who can be like, "Hey, man, I'm not worried about what shape I'm in going into OTAs. Uh, you know, let me take off the let me take off the LA for for two three weeks and do an internship or work with this guy mm -hmm. or let me let me just throw some money into some multifamily homes or whatever. Right, right, right. And see how, and I'll learn by trial and error, right? So there's mm -hmm. there's just different types, man. And and you and I were the type of guys that was like, before season was even over, we were plotting on the next season, right? You know, just right. because you know, you know, even if you're making that minimum four eighty or five twenty, whatever it is, man, that's gonna turn out to be three hundred k something, right? Right, and that's gonna last you what two three years, yeah. Or if you're just that guy, but mm -hmm. not in California or anywhere with high taxes and you know cost of living, so. Um, we were those guys who didn't have the time to do that stuff in the offseason. So to answer mm. your question, uh, I was just informative with intention. Like mm. I just, I sought information mm. with intention. Right. So mm. it didn't matter if I was staying with some guy during the off season, uh, you know, family friend while I was training in LA, mm. I'm taking him to dinner and picking his brain. Right. Like, right. How are you a CEO? How do you pick the people that work for you? Like, what do you look for, right? right. Is it a character thing or you need mm -hmm. accolades or is it a school thing, right? And you eventually just kind of use your common sense and just logically piece things together, right? right. And kind of figure out what it is that you want to do. But 
I mean, I mean, honestly, besides having informative conversations, I was scared to do anything with my money because I never knew like, hey, when September rolls around, I'll probably get cut and I'll just be stuck with this 200K. Right, right. <laughs> what am I going to go put 50K in this for, man, if I'm going right. to turn around and then I'll only have 150 when September rolls around, right? Right. Uh, so like I really was more just intentional with seeking information. Mm -hmm within that time. So I at least had an idea when people asked like, what do you want to do? I'd have a better answer than I don't know. Right, right. right. And I think, I think that is the biggest, the biggest thing that guys have a hard time with transitioning out, whether it's a year in or 10 years in it, mm -hmm. you know, what do you want to do? I don't know. But if right, somebody right. says, what do you want to do? You're like, man, I either want to do this or this. That's a whole nother ball game. Right, right. right. Now they can like, start helping you at that point. Right. Now, yeah. now at least, now at least when you go take somebody to coffee like you're talking about something specific versus like hey what do you think i should do right 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 just a different conversation no for sure hey so did you attend any of uh the nfl like boot camps like where they had uh um finance boot camps or did they have real estate boot camps i don't know if they had that but uh, uh the real estate is kind of built into the business boot camp uh -huh. um and i keep telling guys man the nfl sends guys you know so direct them to me group chat or email and kind of mm -hmm. like hey man Ask Peyton what he thought about it, man. I think it is stupid not to go. Right, right. right. It's free, it though, too. That's the crazy Free. Thing. Yeah. Bro, it's free. Like, right. all you got to do is pay for the flight. Yep. And some, I think the flight and the room, and they reimburse both, or they right. reimburse the room, and you really just paid 100 bucks for the flight. Right. Uh, whatever. And it's it's not like you have anything to do at that time, man. To me, to me, honestly, I don't want to call people lazy, man, but you just, you're not, you're not putting yourself in the best position for success if you don't attend a couple of those things man so like the finance boot camp for me because i i like i said i'm intentional with grabbing information in the off season or even when you know they come have people speak to the team during otas i i write that stuff down and i and i ask questions mm -hmm. uh to my personal advisors and stuff like that so the finance thing was a little bit repetitive to me but i mean you could always use another or catch more details about your 401k oh, or your exactly. personal assets or something like that so if you're if you're saying no to those things, man, you're really limiting yourself. Right, and in the right. business boot camp, the business boot camp was very informative. And mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't informative on I knew exactly what I wanted to do when I got done. But at that time when I had went, I had had a couple opportunities. You know, people are saying, you know, you should franchise. You should open right, up right. a franchise. Yeah. Yep. Or I'm thinking, do I want to get into real estate? And it's like, we only got so much money to play with. I got a couple hundred K to play with, mm -hmm. right? And I put half of that or some of it into something, man, that's it. That's my right, only right. shot, right? Yeah. Um, so just going to those boot camps gave me, well, I mean, we had certain exercises, right? Like, mm -hmm. I remember I got teamed up with my man, Corey Peters. Right. Uh, uh, we had to create, we had to open up. It was just like a digital thing over Zoom. The whole class was in there. Everybody had partners. Mm -hmm. And you had to open up a coffee shop right? Mm. You had to do the name of the coffee shop, the pricing of the different types of coffee you wanted to right. hold in your thing. You know, when there's an economic downturn, what do you do to still pay the staff, whatnot? And it was a, it was a two hour like little thing and they walked you through it. We paused and everybody would talk about right. the results and then we would go on to the next step. But it was one of them things that was like 90% of the people that were in there were like, dude, I'm not opening a restaurant or starting a business. Like, <laughs> right, right. But that's not for me. Like that's yeah. a lot of guesswork. Mm -hmm. A lot of data you got to bring in. I don't know. Like, that's right. not for me. Yeah. Um, and then that's the same thing with the franchising thing. And we had a couple come in, man, excuse me, because I don't remember their name, but they opened some firehouse subs, I believe. 
sandwich mm. shop, something like that. Yeah. And it was a couple. And the dude had, I think he played like three years in the league with Tampa or something like that, man. And they had open one franchise. And you really just, we really just got to ask them questions, man. Right. Like, what's it really like? Right. What was the first six months like? What was the first 12 months like? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they ended up telling us things like, hey, man, yeah, we have eight stores now. And it's right. very lucrative. Me and baby right. girl, we making cash. Right, right. Making cash. We got locations. Right. Yeah. We got four <laughs> here, three here. We got one popping up here. And you're like, okay. Right. And then you get into the, then you get into the conversation, man. And they're like, hey, that first year was, was shaky. We both right. working full time. I'm making sandwiches. She back there scrubbing toilets. Right. Uh, we had to do what we had to do. Yeah. And there was almost a time when we lost it because we didn't know what we were doing. And then yep. three months later, it kind of turned around and, and we got some some help from uh, the headquarters mm -hmm. and they kind of pieced it in. And then just going through all those hardships, I remember like 90% of our class was like, yeah, I want to franchise. Everybody was asking so many questions, bro. Right. By the time they finished that exercise, yep. I don't think anybody wanted to franchise, bro. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Right? Everything's a risk, though. Everything's a risk. And you don't realize Every that. Everything's yep. a risk. I just don't. I don't. It just those boot camps man at least give you a little dose of reality yeah right yeah. just a small dose like yeah. man if i got 10 mil yeah i can pay somebody to do that first year and it's not gonna be me and wifey in there scrubbing toilets and i can open up one franchise and if it does well it does well cool mm -hmm. right right uh but if i only got 100k that's like all my savings and i don't right, got somebody right. to do it with me it's just me yeah that's not for me right yeah. um and i think I think just those those boot camps, man. I got my little NFL wellness boot camp notebook right here. Yeah. Uh, no, I, hey, here we go. Hold on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got mine too. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Ross School of Business. Yeah. Um, um, man, it's just, it's informative, right? Like they right. just, I mean, you sit there, you do enough exercise and you're there four or five days and you're like, you may not know what you want to do, but what you will know is what you don't want to do. Right, right. Right. And that's yeah. half the battle. And I think that that's what a, what a mentor really hit me with one year was, you know, you're sitting here trying to figure out what you want to do. There's a million things you could do. Why don't you mm -hmm. just start off right now what you don't want to do. Mm, that's right? good advice right there. And that, bro, that eliminated a right. lot of the conversation for me. Right. So now right. I'm only down to like two or three things that I do want to do. Right. So now, right. now you're just more tuned in. Like, at least I know what direction I'm headed. Right. Mm hmm. No, that's facts, man. That's that's really good information right there. Mm -hmm. Figure out what you don't want to do, and then you can start mm -hmm. eliminating that, and then you 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 will get closer to what you truly want to do. And that's mm -hmm. so true. And so the the crazy thing is, like with college, NFL, business, you know, there's resources that that are out there that we can uh, utilize. Same mm -hmm. thing in college. There's resources. There's conferences, but you quote unquote are too busy and you don't take advantage of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even if it's like two two. I mean, once a month, you know what I mean? You take advantage of once a month. That, that's doing something rather than mm -hmm. just playing video games. And the same right. thing with your business. You know, how do you expect to truly, you know, get better if you're not attending conferences, if you're not attending mm -hmm. things in your industry that uh, help you master those skills? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, for you, uh, how, do you, how do you come up with that mindset to continue to uh, want to grow and get better in life? Ah, uh, bro, it's, and this is a, this is what, you know, I, a lot of what I speak about comes from guys in transition. Cause I always try to help guys in transition. And I'm, I feel like I'm always in a transition, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it, blind, blindly working. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't really understand that, but 
or do you you remember personally yourself like you remember when you were in high school and you were like man i i want to play college ball but you ain't really you didn't really know nothing other than that right right or right. even before that you were like man i know i want to play varsity for sure right mm -hmm. uh when you're when you're just an elementary coming up right and you would just work mm -hmm. like hey we're going to the field okay right? right but you weren't like oh i gotta do this or i won't go to college right, right. you were just going because you're like man i'm trying to get better right, right? exactly like yeah. you're not gonna be better than me right yeah. i'm at least be the best one on my team at right. least that was for me like no, I, agree I wasn't paying attention to like, oh, I want to go to the top five college. I want to go here, man. I was just, and my homeboys hit me up like, hey, we're going to go out to the field and run some routes. I'm like, yep, I'll be there. I'm going to drop whatever I got going. Mom, I'm going to clean this bathroom later. You <laughs> right. know, right? But you're just blindly working, right? Like mm -hmm. you're not, you're not expecting an immediate return on your investment or immediate return on your work, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of guys experience some success or they start getting scholarship scholarship mm -hmm. checks mm -hmm. drafted get to the league a practice squad check a regular check mm -hmm. and those are immediate returns like mm -hmm. that that lets you that's a something that you attained from your work right mm -hmm. but then dudes forget like bro you worked 10 years elementary right. school through high school with no reward right like it wasn't like your only reward was making the team. Like you right. knew you were going to make the team. Like right. that had nothing to do with it. Right. 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 So you were just blindly working. It wasn't until your junior, senior year where you were like, Oh, I'm trying to go to college. And then there was a little bit more meaning to it. Mm -hmm. But, but to, to, to answer your question on the point of how do I stay focused and always trying to grow in a, in a, in a similar fashion is mm -hmm. just to remember how hard you used to work blindly and still match that energy and that intensity and that mm -hmm. willingness to get better or to get more information or to become more knowledgeable about something, even though you're not going to get a result tomorrow. Right. 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 Yeah. right. Now that's right. so true, man. Cause, uh, if you're always result oriented, man, mm -hmm. you miss, you miss the process. You miss the, mm -hmm. the enjoyment of just working, of mm -hmm. just, just trying to just solely get better just to get better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true. That's, that's, that's a great point right there. See, mm -hmm. Hey, everyone, I'm, <laughs> I'm learning just like you guys are learning. And that's why, that's, that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast, man. One, right. you know, we're on quarantine. So I'm like, man, I got nothing but time. And then two, right. uh, I'm like, man, one of the best ways to get better is to just ask people questions. And so, right. you know, I'm asking people questions during the podcast and I can put it out there and, and you know, you guys can learn, I can learn. Um, it's all per, it's all perspective man like yeah. you, you may know the answer but just hearing somebody else answer it differently it's like ooh, right. okay right yeah that's good right there yeah yeah sure. yeah, yeah. um and so how was uh how was the transition for you you know uh you know your last year was it at with the jaguars right or yeah yeah okay. 2018 after that afc championship we got duped on but uh um Man, like I said, dude, I was never every year, bro. I just worked. Right. I didn't even expect to make the team. Like right. I just assumed they was gonna try to cut me every year. Like <laughs> I would, uh, the the season would end, bro. I'd right. be I'd be the number one or the number two nickel. Right. No matter how good I did, man. Get you know, come back that boy, get that tender, that new contract. Right. Show up first day. I'm back at third nickel behind some right. rookies. Like it was always trying to get me out, bro. They didn't, right. you know. 
They're not going to like the light-skinned DB anyways, bro. We know that. We know that. They wasn't trying to give me love anyway. We know right. that. You know, so it's just every year. I mean, it didn't matter if I was captain of special teams or whatnot, man. I just always expected to be cut. Right. You know, people would ask me halfway through camp when they'd be like, oh, yeah, you probably not going to be playing the, the third game or whatever, whatever, right? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, nah. Right. They're going to make me play with all the young bucks, bro. They're going right, right. to make it hard on me, man. They ain't going to, yeah. you know, to, you know. And, to, and to, to their credit, right, it wasn't always put in the worst situation, but I always just assume the worst, prepare right. for the best, bro. Like, right. I don't trust anybody, dog. <laughs> I, don't right. tr- I don't trust anybody, man. So to answer right. your question again, like, I just assumed I was going to be cut. Uh-huh. So even at my last year, man, we go to AFC Championship. I'm captain on special teams. Right. I'm running stuff, leading team tackles. Right. Everything going good, bro. You think at this point, you like, yeah, he going to re-up, right? Right. As soon as they released me, bro, it was just like I wasn't even phased. Like right. it was annoying, but yeah. I wasn't mad, right? I was just like, ah, here we go. It's right. my time to shine, right? Right. Like this is my time to take advantage of the transition. Like right. isn't it? what I'm not gonna do is run out my money. Mm-hmm. What I'm not gonna do is let you know whatever GM or coach that decided to get rid of me. He ain't getting the last lap. Right. Next time right. he see me, I'm gonna be lucrative and and, and smiling and and, right. and doing well, right? Um, because I always remember, I remember my rookie year, man, I hate Tim Lewis, dude. Tim Lewis out there, I hate him, bro. He's the worst coach I ever had. <laughs> Brud told me, Brud, Brud tried, I mean, we had a bunch of pro bowlers in our room. Now now we're right. talking guy talk now. Yeah. We had a bunch of pro bowlers in our room, bro. I think we had 11 DBs in the room, and like seven or eight of them were pro bowlers. Right. Like, and the rest of them were drafted guys, like they weren't getting cut. And I was right. the only practice squad dude, only d- new dude they brought in that year. Right, right. So that coach used to just rip me, bro. He told me some. Bro, I got a pick on bro. You can ask Asante Samuel, dog. Right. I got a pick in practice. Coach gonna freeze the screen, circle me with the highlighter, and just start cussing me out. I got made the play. You know you're oh, not wow. wrong when you're right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But he's still grilling me because he can't grill anybody else in the room. Right, man. right. He can't grill yeah. like it. They all getting paid more than him. He can't grill yeah. nobody else. No, that's how it go, too. That's you exactly know. how it go. You know how it goes, right? <laughs> right? So he grilling me, and I'm just looking around the room like, yeah, right? right. And he said something, bro, I'll never forget. He was like, man, you'll never make as much money in a year as you make here. Right. Boom. Keep in mind, I was on P-Squad. Mm-hmm. That was 99K. Right. And yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. So all you did was kind of all you did was kind of spark me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and that's that's that that's that motivation right there. Right. That's all it takes right there to just mm-hmm. to just keep yourself going in that transition. So you're like, man, next time he see me, that will not be the case. Keep in mind, right. I'm active four, five, six years now. He got to see me in pregame when we play right, another right. team, right? Yeah. So it all comes back full circle, man. But it's just, it's like I said, it's it's working blindly, trusting nobody, ex- expecting the. Expecting the, uh, you know, preparing for the worst. Yeah. Preparing for the best too, man. You gotta expect both and prepare for both, man, and just right. and just really be to and through with your with your with your purpose, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And just really kind of just sticking to yourself and just kind of staying true to that. Right, right, right. No, and I love that you uh you you looked at it as a as a challenge. You know, some guys would be Absolutely. like, man. Uh, this coach don't like me, so you know I'm a, I'm just I'm not gonna try anymore. You know what I mean? They, they're gonna right. play the victim instead of being like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna show right. you. You know, right. and so you looked at it as uh, in your transition, like, man, I may be done with football, but I'm gonna make more money uh, not playing football than I did playing football. You know what I mean? And, well, and I mean that's just that's what you prep for, right? Like every year, I'm like, man, 
all right, let me go. I'm ready. Well, hold on. But you, so hold on, right? You say you prep for it, but most guys, they think they're going to play 10, 12, 15 years. And when it's done, they, they act like they're surprised. Like it's never going to happen. And that's, that's cool that you say that. That's on their own common sense, bro. Yeah. That's on their own common <laughs> sense. Like, I mean, we both don't see it. Like, you have a rookie come in, fifth round pick, guaranteed right. roster spot. Yeah. By the end of the year, he's starting. Second year, he lead the team in sacks. Yeah. Third year, he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. He comes back. Fourth year, they draft the dude in his same spot. Yep, gone. Next thing you know, he done bounced. He didn't hit the Bengals roster. Yeah. He didn't hit the Browns roster. Yep. Now he at home. Year four or five, he at home mm-hmm. with no plan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you just thought it was all good, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, and it's just like you're not, you're not listening because right. on that same team with a guy just like that, we had a coach, Keith Armstrong, always said, uh, he said, it don't get you till it gets you. Mm-hmm. As soon as you think it's good, it's not good. Right, right. right. Yep. So it's just like I catch myself anytime, I'm like, oh, I'm living. Oh, it's right, coming right. down, bro. Yeah. God <laughs> gonna bring the house down on me. I'm right. already knowing. That's yeah. how my life goes. Like, as soon mm-hmm. as things are too good to be true, oh, he going right. to bring the house down on me. Right. God love teaching me some lessons. Right. <laughs> That's it right there. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And so, um, so <laughs> you already know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's facts, though. Bring the house down. I'm prepped for it. Go ahead. Right. No, it's facts, though. Because, I mean, I agree with that. Because, you you know, as soon as you like, man, you know, I made the team. or I mean, I'll tell you a story. When I, went, when I was with the Dolphins, you know, I'm having a, a bomb preseason. I'm doing well. Uh, my agent calls me and says, uh, uh, Shamil, you know, you made the team. I'm like, yes. Two minutes later, you know, the coach say, hey, I need you to bring your iPad your iPad in. You know what that means when you bring your iPad in, it's done. I'm like, I text my agent. I'm like, dude, what you, what you talking about? He said, man, I don't know what happened. So I get up there. You know, normally they keep two, two quarterbacks. They kept three quarterbacks and like six running backs. You know what I mean? That never happens. Right. And so um, as soon as I thought everything was good, no, nah, I get cut. I go to the Vikings. Uh, from the Vikings, Xavier Rose gets hurt. Uh, then I get released from there. Then I go to I get a workout with the Jets. I, I saw you at the workout with the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It just went on a, a plethora of workouts. And it taught me so much. Like, if you really want something bad enough, how how committed are you really to it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I think, I, you know, that took like a, a mental toll on me. And mm-hmm. in the league, it's so important to take care of yourself physically, mentally, mm-hmm. and spiritually, you know? And so, you know, when you were playing football, how did you take care of yourself uh, mentally and spiritually? You know, obviously, physically, you got massages, stress, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But on the, the mental end, how did, you, how did you take care of yourself? Yeah, I mean – and there's it's almost impossible to keep all three at the highest level possible mm-hmm. right um so when there's a lot of i mean we're not all brawn man we all can't spend a million and a half bucks on our body and then just worry about the mental and the spiritual right. you know and that be you know you're responsible for all three man and that's right. if you can't if you can't if you can't afford to hit the masseuse two three days a week that means you gotta be putting in an hour or two on your own just mm-hmm. that body work un, unbothered right um, but how did I do it, man? That, that mental and that spiritual is the most important. I think what's crazy now is, um, all the motivational speakers and the, the access that you have. Right. So like the Eric Thomas's, right. Mm-hmm. Like those type of guys, like my last two years, like that's all I'm listening to in the car. Like I'm not going now, listen, he may be 
blowing me full of air, bro. Or it may just be something that I'm not even listening to. But what I'm not going to do, bro, is just not even attempt to keep my mind right, right? right, or, right. or allow or allow one of these coaches or a comment or, you know, something I see on social media or somebody right. getting more playing time to me, like, really affect my mental, right? Right. Like I said, I, I'm going to always be on guard and have that underdog thing. So, like, as long as my mental's right, I mean, bro, this is a journal, dog. I ain't mm-hmm. got no work written in here, right? right? This is, like, this is venting right here, like, right? Mm. This is, this is, this is... Uh, what I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. what's going wrong, mm-hmm. what's going right, mm-hmm. what I need to prepare for, and how I can be better. Right. And it's just, bro, it may be the same thing I wrote yesterday as what I write today. Right. But at least going into things, I'm not just getting up in a rhythm, head to the stadium. Mm-hmm. I see my name done drop from first to second or second to third on the depth right. chart, yep. and now I'm mad. Yep. Right. Like because I did this the night before. And I woke up with my mind right, like, yeah, they're going to try to screw me over today, but I'm going to be resilient. <laughs> right. I'm going to be resilient. Right. It's going to keep you unwavered, right? So that's right. the mental part. Um, a big thing for me on why I kept a job is, uh, and what's crazy is when I was in Jacksonville, I came in as a practice squad guy, stayed there almost five years. Mm-hmm. And when I left there, it was only me and one other guy, Aaron Colvin, who had been in the room the whole time. The mm-hmm. whole five years. Everybody mm-hmm. else had just rotated in and out the door. Right. Um, shout out, shout then, out AC, man. Slick. AC, young <laughs> slick. Yeah. <laughs> young slick. Um, yeah. Uh, and a, the biggest testament to that was bro, I learned every position in that room. Mm-hmm. Right. Even knew, bro, there was even a time my third year there where we were down so many linebackers that we kind of like threw in like a bandit slash dime package and I was mm-hmm. really playing out I had same responsibilities as an outside linebacker right mm-hmm. and that's just because you know stuff and and the cue I don't know it's because I bang my head so many times I don't know if my comprehension isn't great mm-hmm. but I realized that and sometimes you gotta keep it real with yourself man and like right. I realized like oh man I forgot that in this heat of the moment when he motioned mm-hmm. it skipped my brain right but I know that so in order to counteract that, bro, I turned the entire playbook into flashcards. Mm. And, like, even though it was redundant as can be, right. bro, I still have the box. Bro, right. I'll show you the box. It's down in storage. Yeah. I got a box, bro. So, you know how you install the playbook um, when you're coming in OTAs, right? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of do it again during minicamp. They do, like, a quick version, like, we're only going to do these plays. Or they right, reinstall right. the playbook. Then when you come in for camp, they reinstall the whole playbook yep. again. Yep. Bro, three to four times a year, I'm rewriting every word of the playbook. If mm. this, then this on a flashcard. Right, right. I, if two motion, then this. If mm. three motion, then this. Alignment, assignment, everything, bro. I'm talking about one call. I got like 12 flashcards. Mm-hmm. Redundant. Right, but every right. time they installed it, I'm rewriting the rules. Same right. thing, right? Yep. So by the time year two come around, like I know safety, nickel, corner. I'm like, hey, you're supposed to motion over there. You're not supposed to go over there. Right. That's a blitz in the B gap, right? You're mm-hmm. supposed to be coming through the B gap. I'm through the C gap, right? So then now you now you have extreme accountability, right. right? So now the coaches trust you, and now my now my teammates trust me, and now mm-hmm. they asking me. And then the coaches are like, yeah. make sure you get him right, right? right. So can people um, trust you? Can people trust exactly. you? That's extreme key. accountability. Right. Extreme right. accountability, right? Almost mm-hmm. in a militant way, right? Right. right. 
Um, so as far as the mental dude, like whether that's listening to people who are just positive mm -hmm. or motivational, uh, maybe that's what you need to be filling your head with instead of trap music on your way home. Cause that's really right, only right. going to piss you off. Right? right. I mean, it's different strokes for different folks, but that's for me. Like if I had 15 minutes on my way to the stadium, like I'm probably going to be slapping juicy J or something of, of the mm -hmm. sort. However, bro, I need to, at least when I put my headphones and I walk into the stadium, I need to be listening to something positive that's going to get my mind right. Right. Because right? right. there's going to be a lot of adversity that happens in a day. Somebody yeah. always good for a stray comment that's meant to piss right. you off, bro. Satan works real hard, dog. Yeah. So you got to just make sure you work yeah. harder. And then no, as far as the, as far as the mental of just knowing stuff, bro, just knowing myself being real, like, hey, man, I don't spend enough time on this. Mm -hmm. Why do I only know my position? And, like, right. if I only got to know one position, why am I missing checks, motion? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Let me just keep writing it down. Right. And it becomes so repetitive that you knew every every position. Mm -hmm. Then they're like, hey, we need you to move to safety. And you're like, I'm a little light in the ass, but right, right. I'll go. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep. So no. it's just, that's what, that's, that's my, those are my only answers. That's all I got. No, I love it, though. I love it because, um, I mean, one big thing that I think people can pull from from this is like, how much value do you add? You know what I mean? Like, the reason why you stayed for so long isn't because like you were this great uh, nickel. It wasn't because you were this great special teamer. It was because you added so much value they couldn't let you go. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. there, there there wouldn't be another player who would come in and know the nickel, the linebacker, the safety, um, mm -hmm. be able to, to kill it on special teams, all that, man, you added so much value. And that's the same thing in business too, man. Like mm -hmm. how much value do you truly add? Mm -hmm. And do you know how to do multiple things? That's why people, when the, with the Patriots, that's why they keep a lot of people. They, mm -hmm. they like them because they can do multiple things. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And then on top of that is like, uh, what do you, like, do you know your weaknesses? Um, mm -hmm. And are you willing to do whatever it takes to make that weakness a strength? You know, mm -hmm. if you read David Goggins, he talked about he wasn't that great at learning, but he would write, uh, if he had to study for a test, he would write each word in that book to memorize it. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's crazy to me, but what are you willing to do? Are you committed mm -hmm. to it? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. um, and then like the physical piece, I don't want to skip over that because uh, yeah. now no. that you're not uh, playing football anymore, how do you take care of yourself physically? Uh, I'm still going to physical therapy about uh, about a year after I got done playing. I had hip and knee surgery. Oh, wow. Both of them were destroyed. I've been playing on a torn knee for a couple of years, mm -hmm. screwing the foot, just kind of balanced, unbalanced some things, man. It had me just overcompensating a lot of areas. Mm -hmm. uh, but you got to stay on it. And, and to be completely honest with you, the physical aspect is the mental aspect for me. Um, because kind of like a David Goggins or somebody like that, right? Like to me, the hardest thing to do, I'm always a, I'm not a fan. I don't want to say I'm a fan due to my own mental. I make it a point to do the stuff that's the hardest to do, like that. I really don't want to do dude. Mm -hmm. Like when you retire, like all I really want to do is eat gummy bears and drink cold brew and tequila dog like i really right. don't want to be doing the stuff i'm supposed to be doing like a right, gallon right. of water is not attractive to me anymore it wasn't right. attractive to me then yeah right? it's definitely not attractive now it's <laughs> definitely not attractive now right but right. it's like but it's like okay what does that say about me physically like i won't have to worry about myself physically i can kill two birds with one stone if i go do the hardest thing mentally for me 
mm-hmm. which is the physical part now that I don't have to do it. So doing the right. things that you don't have to do and that you don't want to do, mm-hmm. bro, that kills two birds of one stone. Mm-hmm. So every morning when I wake up, bro, it doesn't have to be a heavy lift. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, dude. I get up and at least five days a week, I'm drinking water first because mm-hmm. I know I don't want to. That right. juice sounds hella good before you brush your teeth. <laughs> that juice is all I really want when I get up, right? Right, right. But I'm going to drink water first, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go do something for my body. 30 minutes to an hour, because one, mm-hmm. it's going to help me feel better. Two, I know I don't want to do it. Right. Therefore, if I go, the first thing I do in a day is go do the one thing I didn't want to do, the hardest thing. Right, right. The rest of my day going to be downhill. Yeah, it, doesn't matter, sure. it doesn't matter what I come across, right? Right. So, like, I'm not trying to be in, in peak physical shape anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was definitely, obviously, that was the main priority when you play because you can't right. make the club in the tub. We yeah, all know that, bro. Your yeah. body is the most important thing. If I don't drink water, I'm getting three IVs a week. Like, right, it right. just, you know, there's different things. Like Goggins, he's not good at learning. I'm going to just mm-hmm. write it down so I know it, right? right? So that physical part, yeah. But the physical mm-hmm. part and the mental part should always be tied together because it's always a, like, fall in love with the process mm-hmm. and when you and you know when you're playing ball that's the work on the field right and right, you know right. the knowledge of playing right watching film and just making sure your body's right mm-hmm. but when you get done playing uh you can really kill two birds with one stone if you develop your mental through your physical right mm-hmm. so just getting up and doing that stuff you don't want to do you don't do it in the morning uh that's just easier for me because i know like i mean it's just like when you're in college and you have them morning workouts all I got to do from here on out is make it through class right, right. and get to, and get to, uh, to study hall on time. Right. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I attack each day is just, yeah. I know I can kill two birds with one stone before 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. and be peak performance, peak mental before I even grab the coffee. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, man, because if you really think about it, you should start your day off with something mental and something physical because um, like with a, with a football game. When have you ever went into a football game without a warm-up, without a stretch, without anything? You know what I mean? Like, never. And so, if you think about, like, life, like, we start our days without anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't start anything to mentally prep you. You don't start anything to physically prep you. And there's people depending on you um, to do to perform at a high level at your job. Your family's depending on you. You're depending on yourself. And if you don't take that time to get yourself a peak performance mentally and physically – you're doing a disservice to everyone around you. 100%, and especially yeah. yourself, man. That's just, you know, and you just, a lot of these entrepreneurs, a lot of these books, like, I, and what bothers me the most, man, is when somebody tell me they read a book and then they don't do or reflect anything that they read in the book. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I got I got one buddy, he's like, oh, I read this book, I read this book, I read this mm-hmm. book, but he get up, he gets up at 8 a.m., at 5 p.m., he's like, man, I still got to go to the gym. I still right, got this right. to do, right? Yeah. And it's like, dude, every book you read, I read. Right. And every entrepreneur say he get up in the morning before right, everybody right. else is up. Yep. He strategizes his day. Yep. Gets his mind at, at zero, at center. Mm-hmm. So he's ready for the day. And it's probably doing something physical just because that's what needs to be done, right? Right, right. Knocking stuff out before the bell even rings in the morning. Right. And it's just, man, it's it's... A lot of it, man, is actually just applying the things that you read and you hear. Nothing I'm right. saying right now is new to probably anybody who's listening right. to this podcast, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. just, are you going to get up in the morning? Or is, you know, is staying up, eating Doritos and watching the Ozark till 2 in the morning really that important to you? And right. if it is, it is, man. But just yeah. know, I'm yeah. up at 6 a.m. And that means 
somebody on the East Coast is up an hour before I am. Right, so right. <laughs> I'm yeah. behind the ball already, right? Yeah. No, that's and that's true. how you used to think about it when you played, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey man, the, them cats that's training in Florida, they already, they already three hours ahead of us. Yep, like, I yep. gotta go get. I already see his post on his Instagram. He finished his workout. We're just right. walking in. I'm not cool with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's just the same thing, bro. Reciprocating that that same that same mental mm-hmm. after the fact. Yeah. And Kobe even talked about that. You know, he talked about, oh man, I'm gonna get up at three o'clock, get a workout at like by six or something like that, and then. Uh, I'm gonna get another workout at like 12, and I'm gonna get another workout at like five. You know, by then he it's it's all about separating yourself. You know, the gap. You know, and um, you know, some cats, you know, they start off third grade, fifth grade. They're the best thing since you know, and then uh, high school. If you continue to work, you start closing the gap, closing the gap, and then once you get to college, now you start widening. And it's the same thing in, in business, man. How much work are you willing to put in? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I would ask for you, you know, is uh, I do this at the end of every podcast. You know, what is three actionable items that you can give to the athlete or to the business owner um, to um, better themselves and get that edge? That's tough. Um, other than the things that we've kind of already talked about, three actionable items. While you're thinking about that, I'm going to go ahead and say this. You know, me and Peyton talked the other day, and uh, he talked about uh, reading and react. We both play DB. Yeah. And um, yep. at DB, you know what I mean? You have to you have to read and react. I mean, I, as a defender, just in general, you know what I mean? Once the play starts, you have to read and react. Read and react. Um, you can't be guessing, because if you guess, you, you guess wrong, right. you'll be on the on the sideline or right, get cut exactly. or at home yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh i love what he said about reading react especially with the time that we're in you know as a as a person in life your plan may have been like whatever january 1st but now it is uh what march 31st and everything is switching up on you so are you able to read the situation and react accordingly and so mm-hmm. i love that that that's one thing that i took from it is be flexible, be able to pivot mm-hmm. and be able to make adjustments on the fly and not get mm-hmm. so stuck in, dang, this is happening. The woe is me mentality, man. Right. There's always opportunity in every situation. So I love that right there. I'm a counter puncher, bro. Always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always. Yeah. Okay. I think I got you on these three actionable items. I would say um, measure your willingness, right? So like, Oh yeah, I want to do this. I want to do it, bro. I hate those people. Dude. Mm-hmm. I hate them. I'm allergic to them, but they make my skin itch. Right. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. But are you willing to do it, mm-hmm. right? And the things, and the thing that's crazy about your willingness is like, as you get into, as you get outside of sports and you get into, you get into business. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some people that are at the top that don't belong at the top. Mm-hmm. They don't like mm-hmm. not the smartest. Uh, you can say they got lucky, some mm-hmm. of them. Uh, they don't work the hardest, mm-hmm. right? Um, they, they may not even be the most informed in the room, mm-hmm. but there's something about their willingness that is just more than everybody else's. Like they're mm-hmm. working 60 hours a week mm-hmm. while everybody else closed their laptop at five, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like your willingness. Don't don't set goals for yourself and don't, don't say you're about something and then don't be about it because that eats at your mental. Mm. 
that eats at your mental because you may be telling everybody and posting on the gram, I'm doing this, I'm doing this and doing this. But in your mind, your subconscious knows like you ain't it, dude. And right. You ain't been doing it. Right. Like, you know that, dog. You know you're not right. getting up in the morning doing this or this or this. And that's what I'm saying. So you're like measure your willingness, right? Mm. So like, man, I, I complain. I remember I got a buddy when I first moved out here to Austin. It was like, man, I get up in the morning. I'm at the gym at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's always like, right, I don't right. get paid for this anymore. What you mean, right. 6 a.m.? But I do need to get up early and get it done. So, okay, right. 6 a.m. is cool. Right. Then you walk in at 6 a.m. and you see men, women walking out the gym at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And you like, damn, right, right. you want it way more than I do. Because they right. must have went to bed at 8, right. got here at 4, right. they're leaving at 6 with like a smile of confidence on their face. Oh, they like, happy. <laughs> he already got it in. I still got to get it in. I'm just right. hitting the pre-workout, right? Like yep. I'm not even ready. Right. Right. So measure your willingness. There's always somebody out there who wants it more. So when mm-hmm. you're sitting there like, ah, I don't know if I want to do that. Just know like you are way below the spectrum. If you, if you're not doing everything you can to do the mm-hmm. stuff that you want to do. Right. Right. Um, and there's always, you always wish there was more time in a day, but you could always get up earlier and get more in that day. Right. Right. Um, the second thing I would say is, and it kind of goes with the first one, is be intentional, mm-hmm. right? So, like, there's a purpose behind everything, right? Mm-hmm. There's a purpose behind this phone call. Like, I'm hopping on this. I'm hopping on this podcast with you. That catch up with my guy, have a conversation, mm-hmm. right? But the purpose is to inform others, right? Mm-hmm. To help other people. But I got a, I got a behind the scenes purpose. Right. I'm right. trying to learn something too. Right. Or even just by talking it out with you, I may have gave myself a new idea. Right. For sure. Right. So there was a purpose for me when I got on this call. Yeah. And it was a purpose for me when we set up this call. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's a purpose to me getting up early. Like, I don't get up and work out in the morning because I got a girl to impress, or you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying I need some IG likes. Bro, I get up in the morning because I know I'm trying to get up before everybody else mm-hmm. and get to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. Being the last one to the stadium ain't cool. Right. right? And that's yeah. that same purpose. Like, bro, I'm going to bed early just because I want to be one of the first five guys in there. Right. Right. I'm ordering breakfast first. I'm being meetings first. Right. right. First one on the on the PT table. And them same things got in block. Right. Right. Um, so measure your willingness, be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, and like along with being being intentional, just be real with yourself, right? Right. Bro, I mean, if you overshoot, you overshoot and scale back a little bit, man, right. and just be intentional, right? If you're yeah. having a conversation with somebody who's where you want to be, a mentor mm-hmm. or just a peer, like when you're asking them, when you're having a conversation with them, like be intentional with the questions you're asking. They should feel like, hey, right. he's trying to get smarter by talking right. to me, yep. right? Like, yep. oh, he's trying to get somewhere. Like his gears are turning while he's, ha- while he's asking me questions, right? right? And you're not doing that for the satisfaction of them, but for the satisfaction of you knowing that like, if I'm having a conversation with somebody, I'm plugging forward. This is not a waste mm-hmm. of time for me, right? Right. No, that's 100% um, true. Right. Uh, and then uh, the third thing would be uh, be confident in your ability to follow through. Mm. And that's with a lot of stuff, dude. That's just life. Like, yeah. Like, just be confident. Like, hey, if he asks me to do this, I'm going to do it. And I'm going right, to do it above right. and beyond, right? right. And I'm going to be confident about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, you want to hop on phone? We gonna hop on phone. If I can't find time, I'll find time for you. I right, promise right. you I'll find time. Do you have time? I'll make time. Right. Right. Um, and, and that applies to everything. Follow through, dude, because because what you'll 
especially as an athlete, if you're coming from the athlete realm to the business realm, mm -hmm. you'll start to realize that the higher up you played as an athlete, the more, the more you mirror a militant lifestyle, right? So like the general population, they talk about accountability, trust, mm -hmm. you know, character, right. things like that, mm -hmm. but it hasn't really been forged by fire, right? right. Like they yeah. haven't really been through the fire and come out on fire and right. really understood like, hey, if I don't follow through on something, I screw over everybody else. Exactly. Right? Yep. And the general person doesn't really understand that because there's not there's not always that implication or there's not always that result when they do something wrong, right? right. Or they don't follow through on something or they don't mm -hmm. do something they said they were gonna do. Everyone around them doesn't always suffer, therefore right. it's not really a consequence for them. So they don't really learn that. Right. But just right. By playing sports, whether it's collegiate, I mean, collegiate, pro, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you're held to a different standard. Right, like, right. If you mess this up continually and I'm picking you to start on my team, you may get me fired as a coach and I right, have a right. family to feed. Yep. Right? You know what I mean? Yep, so yep. I'm holding you accountable to do the things we say we're going to do in this meeting, yep. right? So if you take that into real life, people are going to be blown back by you in right. business. Because there's not too many people that actually blown. follow through. No, know? bro, there's not. And it's there's accountability, and then there's extreme accountability. Right. Like, hey, man, that's what we talked about. And now it comes down to, I know you're going to like this, he either can't do it or he won't. Right, right. He either hey. can't or he won't. Right, right. That's, a that's it. it. You know what's so funny? There's so many, like, life lessons from football. You know what I mean? It's, and And – I think that's why people want to bring in people, you know, uh, as far as like businesses, people want to bring in um, former athletes because mm -hmm. the, the, the athlete world relates so well to, you know, the those business tools world. apply to you life, know? man, those tools right. apply to business. And they're going to say, Oh yeah, uh, we like working with former athletes and we like this and we like this about you. You'll bring these tools mm -hmm. until they got it. Right. And then they're like, Oh, he's not playing. Right. Or, right. She's not playing. Yeah, she's really about it. She's really gonna fall through on that. If you tell her to do it, she's gonna do it. Right. If yeah. you tell him to be somewhere, he's gonna be there, and he'll be there five minutes early. Or uh, we all showed up a little late. He's only one on time. Right. Or you know, what I mean, uh, we kind of got this done, and then you're sitting there like, I've I've had it done mm -hmm. for two days because that's what y'all told me y'all needed, and right. you, I'm always gonna be accountable, right? Like I'm always right. gonna have my stuff done. So you will, you will succeed those around you when you get into business transitioning out of sports and you will literally blow people away right with your with with just the tools that you have and just mm -hmm. how thorough you are with following through just just right. on just on anything that you do they're going to be like wow that that person is really about it and that that's somebody that i can have on my team or that i right. can trust right, right. And, and the old saying what's the um People do business with people they like, know, and trust. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's the same 100%. thing in football too, man. You know, the person that's playing, if they can't trust you, you're not playing. If not they playing. trust you, they'll play you. You're gonna, you're gonna get me fired. Right, guaranteed. And, and uh, you know, and if you have that likability factor, that can keep you on the team a little bit longer too. If, if absolutely like you, they'll, they'll keep you on the team. Absolutely. Um, and so, so that's just so those three things. Before I forget, it was. It was uh, measuring, measuring your willingness, your willingness yep. be intentional, and, you know, be real with yourself and, and, and follow through. Right. Follow through on the things that, that you got up here. Right. Right. Yeah.
No, that's true. Uh, that's some great information right there. See, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, after this is over, I'm gonna go back and and, and watch this <laughs> and take notes myself. You know, uh, uh, and I think that's so key, man. You know, we we went through. You know, we went through your mission. Um, no, I don't know. If we we actually hit that. What what is your mission now? What's what's your ultimate goal now with with what you're doing? Uh, well, like I said, man, all things real estate. There's, uh, it's a little bit different when you when you come in and you have a little bit of money to invest. Mm-hmm. You kind of don't have to start at the bottom of real estate. You may mm-hmm. be able to put yourself at the top or kind of side door your way in just because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, capital works everywhere, man. Currency right. is cash, man. Anytime mm-hmm. you got that, you always get a little bit of leverage, right? right. Um, but my mission is to my mission is to apply these same tools, man, that I've been carrying around my whole life, mm-hmm. right? That we learned through sports and be successful in my own way. Now, real estate, that may change. I may be doing commercial next year, or I may find myself doing wholesaling or flips in a couple of mm-hmm. years, right? It's wherever the money's at, however the market's moving, things like that. But as far as a mission, bro, I really want to continue to be my authentic self, mm-hmm. right? which is always a little bit different, man. It's, right. it's always different. Like I, I want to be the guy that's different. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but still apply those same tools that I've been carrying around and be somebody that is trusted. Right. Mm-hmm. And then to be, to be successful enough in whatever I do um, that I really become and follow through on becoming the man that I've always wanted to be in the end. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the last part of that is, you know, um, <laughs> is to raise the level of play of those around me, right? Mm-hmm. So to create a team, I don't know if that's hiring people, like once I have more success, hiring people below me, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's hiring people next year. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, mentoring young guys, right? Mm-hmm. Coming out or transitioning out of ball. I don't know what it is, but when I follow, when I finally am successful in what I want to do and become and mold myself into the man that I think I am up here and want to be in the future mm-hmm. would be to, to bring some young guys along with me, uh, whether athletes or not athletes, maybe women too, man, just young people right, right. around me and raise the level of play and expectations and, and create a culture around me of, of like-minded young people. Right. Right. No, I love that. I love that. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you know, we talked about your mission now. We, we talked mm-hmm. about uh, your mindset. And, mm-hmm. and I learned a great deal about how you go about mastering, you know, the skills in football, the skills in life, the skills mm-hmm. in, um, you know, your industry. And then, you know, we talked about, you know, your maintenance. Uh, mm-hmm. You're getting up, you know, at 6 o'clock in the morning, getting it in, man. Uh, mm-hmm. And I love that. So your, your mental, your physical, your spiritual. And so how do you want uh, to be remembered? You know, what, what is one thing you want people to remember you? I want, I would just want the people around me. I mean, I mean, kind of like, kind of like our stories already, man, uh, up to, up until this point, man. Uh, I want people to, to feel my presence. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that doesn't, that's not, that's not height. That's not clout. Like, I just want you to feel that I've been forged by fire. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I've been forged through adversity. Right. Uh, I refuse to give up. I refuse to quit. Anytime you hit me with a challenge, it's a try me instead of a why me. Right, and I want right. you, I want people to feel that when I come in the room, like, mm-hmm. hey man, he's been through some stuff. I could tell, but right. he's been resilient, right? right? Um, and I just I 
I want people to to see me on fire and know that I was forged through mm-hmm. the fire, bro. Like, you know, it, it, it took some stuff to get here, man. Like mm-hmm. when you, when you, I mean, you, re- you get to read Goggins and, and you get to, you get to hear about different people's adversity and kind of how they make <laughs> it out and you see the right, end right. result. But like, you want to walk into a room and be like, he has, he's had a journey on mm-hmm. him and I can right, see right. it on him. Yeah, exactly. Yet, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. He's resilient. Right, right. And that's it. That's yeah. it, man. I don't. It's, it's not about the clout. Right. Uh, it'd be it'd be nice to to uh, have so much money. You don't never need to think about it, right? Right. Um, but it would mean even more to reach that success, right? Whether you got a million dollars in your pocket, ten million dollars mm-hmm. in your pocket, hundred mil, but to just know, like, hey, that right, that right. that man that man been through it, and, and right, he's right, about right. it, and 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 you know, well, that's somebody we never need to question, right? Right, right, right. And and I think. I think that that's all that really matters to me, man. Right, right. For the for those around me to really understand that. Mm-hmm. You, I love what you just said. Uh, um, not why me, but try me. Try me. Uh, right. Hey, right. I'm gonna sit there for a day and be like, damn. Right, right. By, by the end of that 24 hours, I'm gonna come out like, all right, let's go. Right. I see right. the challenge. It sucks, right. but I'm, I'm about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay to throw. See, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's okay to throw that pity party at least it's okay. one day. But come come out of that pity party with a plan and right. some action items that you can do. Right. Um, and my mom put that in me early. Like, hey, right. you, you you sit here and cry. You can sulk all you want, but tomorrow right. you better get it together, right? right, right. <laughs> yeah, you better. Because <laughs> hey, because the thing is, time waits for no man. You know what I mean? The yeah. world's not gonna stop running uh, if you have a, a yeah. situation going on. And so, um, man, it was a pleasure, man. I really appreciate you uh, making it happen. You know, uh, talking about follow through, you know, I love being vulnerable. I love being honest, you know, shoot me and me and Peyton had a call at eight o'clock. Uh, and, uh, I stayed up too late, too late working and I didn't wake up and, (laughs) you know, so my follow through was a week right there. Yeah, Um, And and you gotta be honest with yourself. And I think that's, you know, one of the key things you can do in life is just look yourself in the mirror and be like, man, um, and hold yourself accountable. You know, you talk about other people holding you accountable, man, but the most important thing is to hold yourself accountable, you know? Right. Um, and so I really want to say thank you for for coming on. You gave some gems. You know, I learned a lot of valuable information. Um, and, and, you know, I know you're busy. You got meetings and calls and, and all that stuff. So I really appreciate you coming on. No, I appreciate your time, man. It's, it's, it's always a focus for us, man, especially those guys who kind of had to come up come up the hard way through that profession, man. It's always right. important to try to try to guide those who are on their way up or kind of who have already made it, man, and just kind of need a different perspective, man. And just right. to those who are always willing to learn some stuff, man, I'm, I'm open for conversation at any point in time. And right, I'm always right. willing to learn something. And like I said, just, uh, you know, provide some, some purpose or some intention when you talk to people, all right. people, man, just any conversations we have, I'm looking to take something from you and, Right. You know, I'm glad you could take something from me, man. As long as it's always productive conversation, man. My, right, right. My phone's always on. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And, yeah. and um, where can people find you? You know. Oh man, you can find me anywhere, man. I'm uh, you can hit me on IG, man. Uh, shoot, you tap, you tap in with uh Shamil Gary, man. You you hit him up, man. He'll direct you straight <laughs> to me. I promise you. If you ask him to be connected to me, he'll he'll link you up, man. I'll let him be the filter. I'll be the filter. Um, but, I got you. <laughs> yeah, you the filter, man. If they're about it, man, they're good people's, genuine people's, man. Right. You give them my cell phone number, you know, whatever it takes. But right, right. Uh, and same goes for you, man. I hope I always call you. Same thing, bro. Always looking yeah. to learn. No, likewise, likewise, man. So everyone, man, this was another great episode of Game Time Excellence, where we talk about your mission, 
your mindset, mastery, and maintenance. Uh, I'm going to add this in there because I, I love this quote. Do not trade what you want most for what you want in the moment. Do mm -hmm. not trade what you want most for what you want in the moment, man. Remember, mm -hmm. to, remember, remember the mission at all times. So y'all mm -hmm. have a blessed day. Uh, yeah. Be well. Mm -hmm. Thank you.